Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates in popular culture from Chimpan A all the way down to Chimpan Z. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and I'm joined by the very special second banana of the show. He's also the host of the gaming show about games called Gaming Game, and his name is Mr. Evan Munro-Smith. Welcome, Evan. Hello. It's called Gaming Game Game. I feel like I should correct you on gaming, occasion. Gaming, gaming, game? Gamey, gamey, game. Gamey, gamey, game. Gamey, game. Gamey, game. gamey like a kangaroo. Okay, G A M M E, Jamie, G A M E Y. Is there an umlaut? Uh, no, no umlauts. Although there are some accents? umlauts in this episode. There are. That's why they're front of mind, I guess. I just I was on a phone call today with um you know a, a business call uh, for uh, you know at this business that we run, stupid old studios, and the guy just was not getting stupid old. He just wasn't getting it. I spelt it out several times, and he's like. I'm sorry, man. I just don't know what, what stupid old. It's stupid. <laughs> I know it's a dumb name, but anyway, it uh, it it still makes people laugh every time I have to tell them that in a serious scenario. If I have to give some sort of business details or whatever, but they, it's a weird laugh. It's like they 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 um they're laughing at us. Yeah, I think that's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a decision that was made a long time ago. <laughs> uh, is it too late to change? Now that it's, oh, we got we've a, built such a big brand now, we've been thanked on Netflix now. Oh yeah, so it's burnt into Netflix. We can't the, go back. The uh, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun um, show. Have you watched it? Yeah, well, I, I watched the whole lot last night. Yeah, so did as, I. As soon as it came out, it's so good. I loved it. Uh, yeah, it was great. Everyone should go check that out. It was fun. There was a mix of a few older, like live sketches, and a few that had been reworked. My yeah, the. Uh, there's a new version of one I appeared in in an online season, but I've been replaced by Randy, the puppet. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it's not the same, but it's a you know a twist on that, and yeah. that was one of the highest compliments I've ever, <laughs> I've ever received. <laughs> being replaced by a purple puppet. Um, um, yeah, so go check that out on uh, on Netflix if you have Netflix, which you should if you're listening to this show. Yeah, 
and pause right at the end. <laughs> a few people have. That's how I found out we had yeah. screenshotted. Yeah, someone else screenshotted it, and that's how I saw it because it it doesn't. Netflix doesn't like you watching the credits. It's no, always like, you're moving the next on. Episode? Watch the next episode. And we had Zach on do go on this week and asked him what the best way to watch it. And he said, just binge it all in yeah. one go. <laughs> so that's what I did. I took his advice. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. I'm sure I'm going to have another night of binging it again. Yeah, I want to watch it again. So much fun. It looks so great. It's so fun seeing him hanging out with Scott Ackerman. Yeah. And, and Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, yeah. That would have really excited you. <laughs> Imagine if Trent Reznor was there. Oh yeah. Um, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if there's any primates in it. Not that I remember. Mm, not non-human ones. We shouldn't probably shouldn't be talking about it. Whether or not there's primates. No, they're just the show on this show. Right. Because there it's probably any. not enough. It's not yeah, related. Surely they could have snuck one in for us. <laughs> yeah. That's a favour. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really great. Anyway, um, do yourself a favour. Uh, let us know what you think. And, um, yes, uh, I'm trying to think of a way to relate it back to this show. Well, I mean, we share a network with their podcast and also Mark has been on here before, I think. Yes. And of course, the Umbrella Academy is also on Netflix. Um, Ah, yes. So it does tie in quite nicely. (laughs) So we are talking about the Umbrella Academy, a Netflix series about some uh, superhuman kids Yes. Who are now adults, actually. They were <laughs> kids at one point. Yeah. Well, one now. of them is still a kid, but, te- but technically, anyway. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, one of them's also an ape man, which makes it very relevant to us. And they have a, a chimpanzee butler. Or oh, they, and... They did in season one. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen him much recently. But big news this week, it's been renewed for a third season. Yes. I was going to see if you uh, saw that news because yeah. I've been trying to avoid it because I assume it would include spoilers. For the last... Oh, yeah. I just saw the headline. I didn't read too much about it. I don't know when that's happening. Yeah, I avoided reading the article. I just saw... I'm like, oh, that's good news. And I I guess the spoiler is that at least some of them survive. (laughs) Because there's an end of world coming up. Yeah, right. I guess we probably assumed... I mean, it'll be pretty bleak, but kind of... (laughs) Fun way to end it. Just it would be fun, that, yeah. And in the end, oh no, the end of the world just happens. <laughs> Everyone like, dies. Yeah. That's it. And the show's cancelled. <laughs> that could be fun, but uh, it sounds like that is not to be. Unless maybe they're going to just renew the whole cast. We don't know, or they they may be. It's a prequel series. We see them as actual oh, kids, yeah. like baby Muppets. That would be fun. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I reckon number five, the actor who plays number five, would be. Happy yeah. about it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, assuming he's enjoying his work, and he looks to be. <laughs> so we're up to season two, episode number six. So in the back half of season two, this one is called A Light Supper. Mm. And the synopsis is, Alison gives Ray a peek at her powers. Dave visits Klaus's compound. The handler offers five a deal, and the siblings meet their father for dinner. We are back to action-packed. It is... Yeah. It's an hour that is absolutely (laughs) jam-packed. There's so much goes on in this episode. I mean, every episode is like this, but it felt like the last two were slightly slower somehow. Mm. But this one felt like it was back to, you know, just uh, absolutely action seeping out the pores. Last week we were talking, I think, about um, who's... If we would see more origin story or whatever, we did, and we thought pre- we'd named them all. Yeah, but we only saw a very tiny snippet of 
of Allison's. And of course, yeah, we I we knew we hadn't seen how their relationship yeah, started. Yeah. It's so funny that we missed that. Yeah. But of course that is how this episode started. And I like how they do that. Yeah, it's nice to get the get get that background. And without doing that all in the first episode. You mm. know, I think this is a better way of doing it. Yeah. Although it doesn't doesn't really none of it is super important to the no. plot really. It's just a bit of backstory. Yeah, I think but that's kind of it's just in it filling in some gaps, but it mm. they tell us everything we need to know on the first episode. Yeah. She got married, you know. <laughs> so now we find out how they met and that sort of stuff. But watching it and maybe we'll talk about it as we talk about it. But remember he said, oh, it was so coincidental how you turned up at that time. As they show it, it's like, man, you were the one who asked her out. She was yeah, she, she was not like, if you think she's some secret agent, she's played it very well and very <laughs> confidently. Yeah. You approach each time that they spoke, he approached her. Yeah. Very clever. <laughs> anyway, so it starts she with. She lured him in. Yeah. Yeah, with her wiles. Oh, he played it. He played him like a drum. Is that how, is that how that, is that um, saying? Played him like a fiddle. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, everything's a drum. Um, <laughs> little Arnie Donna reference there. <laughs> so we see we we see the scene again where she she lands in the alleyway in 1961. Um, we see again where she she uh, walks into the diner and then it's it says it's. Whites only, or something, is what it, what it, we've saw in the last um, version of this. Um, so then we, we see her walk out of the diner. Then um, she continues walking down the street. She's hassled by um, a, a few white dudes who are just giving her some. Yeah, uh, three assholes are just yep. trying to. Yeah, they're bu- like adult bullies. It's weird. Yeah. All she's doing is walking down the street and then it's like, hey. And then they, she punches one in the face <laughs> yeah. and then they chase after her. And then she runs into the hairdressing salon where she ends up working and uh, the workers in there pull their scissors out and their hot irons. They go, I think you're in the wrong place, fellas. Yeah. And make them fuck off. So that was pretty cool. Yes. Um, the salon's origin story. Yeah. So obviously that's exactly how a CIA agent would work it. <laughs> Well, I mean, Ray wasn't there at no, the time. No, that's true. But surely he heard that story. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, she, um, we see sort of time goes on, she's um, taken up a job working at the salon, which she doesn't, as as we've been watching it, we don't, that doesn't see, we don't see her working. No, there. she's she's moved on from that job, I think. Yeah. Since. I guess because she married Ray, maybe she's just sort of housewife. Yeah, I guess 60s was still peak housewife days. So <laughs> they... Um, uh, yeah, they sort of take us through the the year, her slowly, you know, working. We see that she can't talk still. She At the start, she's mm. got the bandage on her neck, still uh, being healed from being sliced by Vanya in season one. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, she's sort of, she, she's involved in some of these rally, on the, these meetings um, that Raymond Chestnut, her future husband, <laughs> holds. I forgot his last name was Chestnut. It's a great name. Um, yeah, they're, they're having the meetings and she kind of overhears and, and it piques her interest. So she... Yeah. And then um, he approaches her uh, to ask her out on a date and she gives him some feedback for some of his pamphlets. Yeah. And they end up going out. Um, but And that's the fir- seems to be the first word she says, but I'm guessing it wasn't because he goes, what's your name? She says, Alison. Yeah. 
she didn't seem shocked that she could speak. So I, I guess it just shows times moving on. And yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. She's healed by then. And like another show would have had shown the moment, right? And yeah. everyone would have been cheering and hugging, but they just <laughs> they didn't need to go there. Uh, cool. Um, then we come back to 1963, the present. But present day. Yeah, present. I'm doing finger air quotes for uh, where we are at the story. And um, Chelsea Handler <laughs> explains um, to five. This is carrying straight on there in this industrial building, straight on um, after five. Lila is lured five to this, this yes. building. And five's got his foot on her throat Yeah, uh, while he's... It, and, it, and it sounds like with some pressure, he's so little looking. It's funny. <laughs> it feels like she should just be able to like... That's a good point. ...twist his foot and... Um, Jump out from under it, but anyway, in this scene, he's ve- he's got a very strong foot, <laughs> and uh, while she's on the ground, uh, Handler and Five uh, sort of negotiate a deal, or at least Handler pitches a deal to Five, yeah, about um, assassinating the whole board of the Temps Commission, who we've never seen, no, and apparently they're very top secret. No one really knows who they are. Uh, but apparently, I wonder if Sir Reggie's involved. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. But apparently, the handler knows where they met, where they're about to meet in their yeah. quarterly meeting. So her, I, I, I gather her broad plan is that she wants to take over the commission. She's not happy yeah. with, you know, she's been demoted or whatever. She's not happy with the goldfish that's running things. Yeah, or whatever. Who? Yeah, we didn't see any more of since. No, I haven't. Seen I anything. really thought he was going to be a key character, <laughs> considering he's in the thumbnail and yeah. everything. I mean, it's just a cool looking thing as a fishbowl on a. On it's a an eye catching yeah. image, yeah. But yeah, and she, she, I don't know, does this weird thing where she wants to take over with jazz or something. She's like, oh no, I don't know. She's all, she's all about jazz. Yeah. Riffing stuff. <laughs> Have you heard of jazz? <laughs> it's about, um, yeah, it's about the. I guess she's, the, she's fed up with the bureaucracy and the rules, maybe. Right. I don't know. She wants, she's like, hey, let's just feel it out, man. Yeah, I don't want to know all these rules, <laughs> man. It's about the beats you don't play. Yeah. It's about the coups you don't take. So, um, yeah. So she her her plan is that it's notes, the, isn't it? The notes. The notes. Play. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, she uh, yeah. So she so uh, as you say, five, she asks five to assassinate the board. Um, uh, did do we know how many there are? The board no, of the, I don't. Board I don't think they say that. Just the the whole board, and um, they meet somewhere in space and time every. Yep. Quarter. Secret meetings, top secret. It's the biggest secret in the commission, but she knows where it's going to be. And, and I guess I... this is where they decide what things should happen. Like there's yeah. always been this weird idea of like, no, this is supposed to happen. This isn't supposed to happen. Yeah. So I guess the, these are the this is the group of people who decide that stuff. I suppose. Yeah, I I always kind of assumed that it was whatever happened the first time through, and yeah. they were just keeping it to that. But yeah, maybe it's maybe it's something else. Maybe there is a board and there's factions. And they're all like, there's power struggles and that sort of stuff. Uh, no, we want the world to end here. We need the lizard people to take over here. And that I wonder what happens to them if the world ends. Mm. Or is there, or are there just so many different timelines or whatever that it doesn't right. matter? Or yeah, that's the yeah, that's the confusing stuff, isn't it? It is. Uh, so I don't think five. He doesn't agree to it. There. I no, guess he, he wants to he take some. He wants to take some time to think about it. Yeah, but it's a reasonably good deal in theory like if he all he has to go is go kill some people we don't know how many um but they're all at one event so in theory you could you know do a, a bulk job there yeah um 
uh, and then yeah, in exchange, basically, she's saying he, that she'll um, bring bring him and his siblings back to their own timeline where they're supposed to be, um, and and they can not do the World War Three thing, um, and uh, also not do the the apocalypse that happens in twenty nineteen. Yeah, just not do those. So that it seems like a very you know, um, I mean, of course, the handler can't. You know, she she doesn't have a lot of power at the moment, so it's it's all dependent on on everything going to plan. Yeah, and it's also it's one of those ones like how much do you trust her? Because yeah, you have to you have to like she can't pay up front. It's not yeah. a half now half later scenario. <laughs> you have to fully kill the board. Yeah, before you're any chance of getting your payment. And uh, so she a, hasn't proven to be super trustworthy nor nor is he so and she'd have reason to double cross him because he's done it to her a few times so yeah or at least one big time so five yeah isn't isn't so keen on the idea but yeah he, he... he's basically saying I, I don't i'll do it if i have to but it's like making a deal with the devil well because she says at the end of the scene she's like i'm your only chance and he's like not yet you're not yeah he so still sees his dad because uh like we saw in the last episode the kids and we find out uh, in this episode, who was it? Was it was it Five and Diego who got the invitation last week? Yeah. Uh, or was it uh, Luther? Well, Lu- and, I think Luther and Diego. Luther they were talking Diego. in the weirdo old man. Yeah, that's right. Up. But and we find out this episode that the whole family get received the same invitation. Yep. Um, I just thought of something. Uh, have you seen any of the boys? It's an no. Amazon superhero series. Very good. I'm watching. Second season of that at the moment as well. But one of the main characters in that, Homelander, he's sort of like the Superman guy. He, uh, do you know the sketch in Arnie Donna, the big old house of fun? Yeah. Where uh, Mark, I think, picks up a stray man. Yeah. That stray man is Homelander. Oh, right. I was like, holy shit. Oh, wow. They got Homelander? <laughs> there are some familiar faces in the Arnie Donna show. There's like, oh, uh, there's the guy from Heathers, is in it? I don't know if you saw that. No, um, I didn't see. So, oh, yeah, just a, a few familiar faces. Is that Weird Al Yankovic? Uh, no, <laughs> it's somebody else, but Weird Al Yankovic is in it. Uh, Kristen Shaw's voice. Yes, unmistakable. Uh, yeah, there's some Yeah, some really good cameos. The final episode, uh, uh, The Queen is played by... I can't think of her name, but she's she's in Space Force and um, oh yeah, she's great. She's very good. Yes, Go I didn't that. mean to downgrade. You said great, I said very good. Ah. I meant to agree. Yes, no. she is great. She's very great. Anyway, back to the Umbrella Academy. Diego and Vanya, um, they're they're talking about it and they're like, let's let's meet him. But Luther's going, no, nah, it's a trap. It's got to be a trap, which is. Something we were thinking as well. Feels a bit like it's a trap. Yeah, totally. And I think I think Diego also realizes that, but also it's like, well, what else do you do? Like, yeah. I think from their point of view as well. Like, if they if they're together, then they can take him. Like, they they don't have a lot of options. So I, I think I'd probably be the same. I'd be like, let's let's see what this is. Yeah. Uh, so um, and if then I, Vanya's like, why why not? He can't be that bad. And Luther and Diego start <laughs> telling him all the things he he'd done to her, yeah. including drugging her so she didn't know her about her own abilities and brainwashing her and all this sort of stuff. She's like, oh, I want to meet this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. sounds fascinating. Um, 
Um, yeah, so Diego's plan is like we, we should have a, a united front. No more numbers. We're team zero now. Team zero. Which is a fun, yeah. fun idea. He said it a few times and no one seemed to be getting on board with it. <laughs> So I feel this, uh, Melbourne's had another zero day with uh, COVID cases. So it's, yeah. It's been a lot of zero talk lately. What are we up to, like 13 in a row? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 12 or 13. So yeah. we're almost going to get our our 14 day average to zero. Oh, yeah, of course. We'll be team zero. Yes. We'll be able to. <laughs> I don't think that's going to take off. You, <laughs> you and me are playing the Diego role. Hey, Melbourne, <laughs> let's call ourselves team zero. Yeah. No one, no one even, no one responded to him. <laughs> yeah, they just sort of let it go. But I, th- I, th- I think it's a good idea. I, I, this, this is get I rid of the like rankings. This is Diego at his most mature. I think, yeah. like, um, it, he can. It, it makes the most sense. Like that, that, the, their weakness is that they are all that they tear each other apart basically, and they don't fight as a team. They're each other's kryptonite. Yeah. Um, so if they can just sort of put their differences aside, um, then uh, they, you know, they're a, a force to be reckoned with, which is a glimpse of what we saw right at the start of the season. And like that, you yeah. know, it's like wow, they when they do work together, um, yeah, they look like the Avengers. Yeah, that's how boring they seem. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, Klaus is in uh, back in with his cult. And he, after sort of the, leading on from last week's episode where they, Vanya, Klaus, and Alison all said they were going to come clean. Oh, yeah. Klaus, and talking to Ben as well in this episode, he tells his following, they're all in the mansion, he tells them all he's a fraud and he's been lying, he doesn't know what he's doing. But then <laughs> it just sort of doesn't work. They're so yeah. far in, they think it's a message or a lesson. And they're like, yes, I'm a fraud too. And there's a bit of a... Um, a sort of uh, a captain my captain moment where they all stand up and say, yes, I'm a fraud too. <laughs> yeah. Or is that more I'm Sparta, whatever. But um, they, uh, yeah, it just doesn't work. And he tries to, he, he doesn't let it go. He keeps going, no, I'm actually a fraud. Yeah, I genuinely <laughs> don't know what I'm doing. Uh, these are just music lyrics. That yeah. Talking about. That's a disco song. Yeah, according to the scripture, as long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay alive. <laughs> no, it's... Um, oh, fuck, what's her name? Is it Get, Donna Summer? No, no it's... Um, uh, Gloria Gaynor. Gl- Gloria Gaynor, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's funny. But yes, they don't, they don't, they aren't really on board with it. And so Ben's standing off the side sort of encouraging him, but he's like... <laughs> and then after he gives up and classes Ben, he's like, I tried. I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah. Uh, and then we see Alison telling Raymond Chestnut everything. And, <laughs> like, I think last week I was saying how I, you know, he's just not going to believe that. It's going to be absolute nonsense to him. Yeah. But he, we cut in when he's believing it. He's yeah. like, what? So there's a black president in the White House? <laughs> and he's, so he's uh, on board pretty much straight away. Apart from he's open-minded guy. He basically just says, if you've got powers, prove it. And she proves it by taking him to a suit shop, which we saw in a previous episode, doesn't let black people try on clothes. You can buy it, but you can't try it on. And uh, she says to the shop owner, uh, I heard a rumor you let my husband try on anything he wants in the store. Cue montage. Yeah. Uh, which had a good song. What was the song for? It was a classic. I don't remember. 
Oh, um, oh hold on, hold I'm on coming. coming yeah. yeah, Sam and Dave. Great tune. Um, yeah. And that was, yeah, that was a fun, fun, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, a classic dress-up montage. Yeah. Wearing different suits, turning <laughs> to the camera, looking at the mirror. He gets a very nice suit, though. Oh, they're great suits. Is that <laughs> is that how the fashion was then, or is that sort of like modern oh, take yeah. on 60s fashion? I don't know. I don't know. It was good stuff. I'm like, oh, they, probably because they're all expensive suits. Yeah, I just, I I've, guess so. I've never had a suit from the op shop fit me that well. <laughs> I, do, I do wonder if, if she used her power to... Uh, persuade them not to charge them for these uh, this expensive oh. suit, or or if they just pay yeah, we it. don't um, know that because he walks out with a bunch of suits. Well, yeah, like a, yeah, like bags of stuff. But and... I mean, they I I don't think we're meant to think they don't have much money. They live in a nice house, and I, I sh- think he makes good cash. What's his job again? His day I, job. I, I, he they, seems to have one. Yeah, he must have one because like they they live in a beautiful house. Yeah, but I don't remember. Seeing him at one, yeah, I don't remember either. Uh, um, I assume like a, in my head he was a lecturer or something, right? But I might have made that up. Yeah, well, well, he's talking to Klaus in the, in the prison, and he doesn't he say that? Yeah, he, he knows some Shakespeare, and yes, maybe. maybe that's what it was. Yeah, maybe he did say he was a teacher. Yeah, look, they don't go into it much, but um, and 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 they're walking down the street. Alison sees a dress in, in a window that she likes as well, and then she walks out with that. Um, so they're on a bit of a shopping spree, um, and and Ray obviously believes her now. She's, mm. He's he's seen uh, seen her power at work, and then Allison gets cocky. They go they go past the diner that that she originally walked into. Not cocky, like cocky doesn't feel right. She I mean she should be cocky. She knows it works. It's not cocky. She sort of gets a bit like the power makes her go a bit off or something or like she lets the dark side take over yeah yeah it is it's a little bit star wars yeah um yeah she goes into the diner this is the same diner that they they did the the sit in at the sit in at recently um and and she walks in and the um the guy says something like we don't, we don't serve, yeah he pointed at the sign or... it's the same shop that they had the sit in and that she first went into when she arrived in the 60s Point at the same sign, whites only. Yep. And she says, she tells the manager to shut his damn mouth. And, and he, then he does. He shuts it and he's, you can see him trying to talk, but he can't. And Is then it... she says, serve me a coffee. I and it's like, it, by this point, she didn't have to say I heard a rumor again. Everything, he was sort of just under his spell. Yeah, right. He should have said, you didn't say Simon Says. You know, it was that kind of scenario. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But he was he was just under a spell from then. It was just and, a comma. She hadn't finished her sentence yet. And then she uh, and then she made him pour a cup of coffee and keep pouring it till he burnt his hand. It was overflowing and going all over his hand. And, and Raymond saying, stop, please stop. And she she was in a, in a trance. And I mean, you know, it, the guy, he, he was like a white supremacist. Guy yeah, not who... a good guy, and and kind of had done this to her, right? Like she she oh, got coffee poured yes, in her lap, right? That's right. Yes. So, okay. So this is just this is a bit of karma. So she's I guess so. She's gone. Uh, I can't remember if it was the same so. guy that did that, but yeah, it's a bit, a bit of tit for tat here, right? Um, but Ray has to step in physically, step in to stop her, because um, she's yeah, she's she's deep into it. And then we cut to them arriving home, and uh, Allison says to him. You you clearly have something to say to me. What do you have to say to me? And I'm going, oh, I assume this is him saying, 
hey, were you able to stop there or is that all in control? But it was about a totally different thing. Yeah. Didn't it feel like that was going to be relevant to the coffee yeah. incident? All he said was, have you ever used the powers on me? Yeah. And she said, no, never. And would I know if you had or... or... And then, and she didn't, it was, yeah, it was strange because she didn't say, you wouldn't, but I haven't, I never would. I haven't haven't used them since I arrived in the 60s, but I promised. But she just sort of stood there and didn't say anything, which made it seem sus. I mean, do we we know that she definitely hasn't? I'm pretty sure, hadn't she said that... She did say she didn't, she hadn't used it since Vanya, right? Is that... Yeah. And that yeah. was in season one. So I'm, I had a sh- taken her for, at her word for that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, then we, we hit the bingo parlor <laughs> yeah. where Leela. Lila, right the first time. Lila and Chelsea Handler are playing bingo. It's like a, se- a seniors bingo night sort of thing. Yeah, it sound, like at first I'm like, oh, this seems like it could be a bit of fun, go in the olden days and play bingo. Yeah. But then it's um, actually, it seemed real boring. I don't I mean, it probably is, but, and it's also like, there's so many people there and one person wins and everyone else is upset. It just seems oh, like yeah. a shit way to spend a night. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was sad, like audibly sad <laughs> when Chelsea Handler won bingo. Yeah. I mean, she did yell, bingo, you old shit bags. Oh, so, I yeah, mean, maybe okay. they were just That's hurt. That's true. Their feelings were hurt. <laughs> Why did, yeah, you old shit bags. There's um this is a weird uh, no, a slightly odd scene. There's not I don't think there's any relevance to the bingo thing. That there's a little bit of dialogue here where they so Lila's a bit annoyed that that um she asked five to go and kill the, the board yes. of directors rather than Lila doing that. And uh Chelsea Handler just sort of brushes that off, just going, No, I've got more important th- I've got other things in mind for you or something like that. Um but uh and the handler thinks that Lila is falling for Diego. Yes, and she... Is, is is she tasked with killing Diego at the moment? No, she's tasked with keeping five alive, or right. she was. Now, I think that... Now, I reckon she doesn't really have a task. Yeah, right. That's why she wanted to be the one to kill the to kill the board. She wants something to do. But, she wants um, to feel useful. Yeah, you know, idle hands, or whatever that saying is. Uh, yep. Idle hands make God's work. Do no. the devil's work, I Do think. the devil's work. That okay, quite sense. different. Yes. Quite, quite <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> so the uh, the uh, uh, Handler, Chelsea, who is Chelsea Handler? Like actual Chelsea Handler. I don't even know who that She's, is. Is she a comedian? <laughs> She's uh, like hosts a show in America. Yeah. Anyway, the Handler uh, tells her daughter, Lila, that the reason she wants um, five to kill the commission, to assassinate them, is because they want plausible deniability. They they want to be able to pin it on the Umbrella Academy. Oh, I missed this. This is in this bingo conversation. Yeah. Oh, right. So she she gives a pretty good reason for why she didn't want Lila to do it. That does seem like a good reason. Um, yeah. Then uh, when she's saying, oh, do you want... Uh, you love him, don't you? You love him. You love Diego. You love him. <laughs> and Lila's like, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> and she's like, you do. I can tell. And she said, if you don't love him, kill him. <laughs> and then, and she said, okay. And Handler goes, you, you hesitated. Yeah. You love him. <laughs> you didn't instantly say you'd kill a person that you, you've been spending time with for no reason. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so Klaus has uh, found a bottle of whiskey or something. 
and he's chugging it. Um, and then Ben's sort of trying to talk him down and, and Klaus goes, you know who you remind me of? It just made me realize. And he's like, no, who? Reggie, the eccentric billionaire and our <laughs> father. And Ben did not like that at all. Yeah. And it fired him up so much that it, he sort of ran at Klaus and was in him for a second. Like he yeah. sort of took him over for a split second, not enough to do anything, but it's a bit of foreshadowing surely that yeah, some point come up, Ben's just going to fully inhabit Klaus. Yeah. Um, then... So, and then Klaus is sort of like a bit sort of shaken afterwards and, and then Dave and Jill walk in so that their respective uh, loves, oh, I guess, right? right? So Because Jill is who Ben has been talking about. Yeah. Every now and then, a couple of times this has been brought up where, where Ben seems to have a crush on, on this woman, Jill. Um, and Dave, of course, is, is Klaus's ex-lover. I did not figure that out. Like, Dave's just got one of those faces that you oh, forget right. as soon as you stop looking at it, <laughs> and uh, which I've done again now. I just I just can't. He doesn't stand out to you. That's fine. Yeah, well, okay. That's what I was trying to say. But he stands say. out to Klaus. Yeah, he does. Yeah, um, sure. And uh, Yeah, so and that's a, a, just a, a slightly awkward situation where Klaus is... Uh, I don't know, being a bit weirded out, uh, apparently on his own in the room, talking to himself or whatever. And then they yeah, well, in. they say, oh, we didn't realise you were praying. <laughs> um, but we, uh, yeah, jump a bit later and um, Dave is, uh, so they're walking through the garden or whatever. Dave apologises to Klaus for punching him at the at the, uh, what, the restaurant that they were at. Um, and uh, but, but then Klaus here is, because trying to explain that, how he knew all the things that he knew about Dave. He's talking himself up as a prophet, which seems like a bit of an odd take. I don't know. What, I mean, obviously, it's you can't just be like, I'm from the future, and that's how I know. But um, Yeah, it's been a real muddled attempt at um, fixing this situation. Cause, but did he, he did try. Is that what he's tried in the restaurant? He was open about everything. Yeah, like, was like, like too open. Yeah, and now he's playing the prophet angle yeah. where he's like, I just know everything because I know everything. Um, and, uh, and and Dave reveals that um, his uncle, after they after that altercation in the, the restaurant where Dave punches Klaus in the face, um, his, uh, Dave's uncle took him to sign up to the military straight after. So uh, this the, the Klaus's intervention... Uh, in history, has has only uh, it's brought it forward. It's brought it forward. Yeah, and and, and he's and he says he's shipping out soon, right? Like he's yeah. actually been in, he's actually been drafted to to the ship out. And it it does feel like I mean a lot will change if he goes there earlier. Maybe he doesn't die this time. Um, yeah, Klaus maybe he's isn't in a there. Area, yeah, yeah. So a lot of things would play out differently. Who knows um, how that would end up? He continues to try to prove to him that he he knows the future in Klaus. So he's still wearing his dog tags, Dave's old dog tags. Oh, and right. da- even that doesn't prove it to Dave. He's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, save your dog tags for, save the dog tag trick for your next victim. <laughs> he just thinks it's all part of the, which, you know, the cult thing would make it all seem a bit sus, like he's a con man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't blame him for thinking the whole thing is a con. Yeah. Um, and uh, right at the end of the scene, Klaus gets his invitation to the Reggie's supper. Yes. Uh, so they've all, you know, they've all all getting him throughout the episode. I don't think we've mentioned them all, but yeah, they're getting him one by one. Late notice. To it get is an very late for notice. That evening, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, then we got the handler. She's in a steam room. Uh, <laughs> in a sauna with the... With the two remaining Swedes. Uh, yep. <laughs> and uh, there's a whole dialogue in Swedish here, I assume. Was that Swedish? You assume that's Swedish? I do assume that's Swedish, yes. Because she was You're talking right. to the Swedes. Yeah. Um, but maybe they were talking in a, a second, some sort of a mutual language. But that would be a weird thing to write in yep. to the show. Uh <laughs> Uh, at one point, uh, Handler grabs the taller Swede <laughs> by the balls yeah. and he says, please take your hands off my wiener yes. in Swedish. No, he says that in English. Oh, he says that in he English. He says, unharm my wiener. Oh, right. <laughs> unharm my wiener. I, I think it's the first time we've seen this speak any, anything. Yeah, that's but true. But the first, time was, uh, first words in English have been unharm my wiener. <laughs> I was kind of thinking that they, yeah, they maybe didn't just didn't speak. I s- yeah. Are they Swedish? I guess they are Swedish if they're talking in Swedish because it still feels like they're not human to me. Yeah. There's more that, going on there. I'm Maybe still thinking we'll... about that scene about them throwing knives at each other's oh, legs. Yeah. Maybe we'll get their backstory next episode. Oh, true. Um, she, um, so her, her thing here is she's um, obviously the, their brother was killed. Um, in a recent episode, she says that she can lead them to the man responsible for their brother's death. So they don't know who, who. Um, uh, well, I, I think they, they assume that Diego is the one that, mm. that killed their brother. Because she sort of framed him for it. Yeah, with with his knife in a tree. And, Wouldn't and... it be so obvious? It's like such an obvious frame job. That yeah. A distinctive knife is left there. Yeah. Why would Diego do that? Yeah. It's um. Is this the first time the Swedes have gone around the block? You know. Also, who do they know who the handler is? They haven't dealt. They with They didn't her. seem to know who the handler was. Yeah. Which is yeah. If if we're assuming they're from the commission, you would have thought they'd know someone like the handler. Yeah. Bit weird. Maybe she. They just work for a different department. But um, yeah, I, I assume f- that they go for it. Yeah. Um. Yes, and then we um. Uh, oh, no, she does say don't kill. One thing she says is don't kill five. Don't kill the small oh, girl. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, and also not to kill her daughter, Lila. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Then we see the members are all arriving at the dinner together. And it looks like yes. a lot of them didn't know they were going to be there together and they just all rock up at the same time, jump in the lift together. Oh, yeah, together. I didn't think about that, yeah. And, that, and them all in the lift together, perfectly spread, so we can see all their faces. Uh, that... It's a photo I've seen a lot online. I was wondering when that was going to come up. Ah. And then as they're going up, uh, Luther farts. <laughs> and they all go, that's gross. <laughs> He's nervous. And he said he did apologize. He said he was nervous. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, this was a kind of interesting scene. So it wasn't a trap at all. It just seems like Reginald was trying to figure out who they were. Yeah, so they're in this sort of like tiki bar sort of thing and um, they're early or whatever and then Sir Richard just storms in with this string of accusations um, because, you know, it's like you've... What have they, they done so far? They've... They've followed him. Uh, yeah, they... they've tried to... Well, they've fought him. Um, and Diego sort of fought with him and stuff and they t- tore apart his... Or you know, went through his building, um, that sort of thing, and 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 several times have said that that they're uh, his kids. So he and he's like, well, uh, you know, my 
intelligence or whatever has said that you you're not spies like as as far as i can tell you're not you know british intelligence or russian or whatever you're not spies so who are you um and five explains that they're you know they're he just tells their story from yeah. the future and all this sort of thing and oh and and again here um uh the uh sir reggie's like what would what would possess me to uh to adopt six uh kids and they're like Seven, actually, because ben, ben died. And then Ben is there. He's like, and he's saying to Klaus, Klaus, tell them I'm here. He's like, ah. And he was clearly talking to a ghost. And they, oh, yeah. right at that moment, and no one went, wait, <laughs> is Ben here? <laughs> yeah, weird one. So, yeah, still still denying that, that Ben is around for some reason. I don't know why he's doing that. I think it's just so Ben can inhabit his body and, and reveal it to the others. Yes. Which happens in a second. So they um, they then, you know, go on to explain, well, the reason that you adopted us is because we have superpowers um, and, and Reggie wants evidence. So Diego does a, a knife trick. Yeah. Um, five does a, a like a space jump. Uh, Allison tells Diego to punch himself in the face. Of course <laughs> he does. Um, Vanya makes a mess of the table. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun because, yeah, the rest of the, Team didn't realize she had any control over her powers, which yeah. she sort of seems to have now. Yeah, and, kind of. And then, and uh, well, Luther said he we're not dancing monkeys or something like that. <laughs> and then um, the meeting sort of falls apart. And as Reggie's leaving, <laughs> Luther rips his shirt off, showing his ape body, and says, "Look what you did to me." <laughs> yeah, which is kind of funny, I uh, guess. Yeah. So the the reason he walks out though, Luther's pain funny. Well, no, I just think Luther's just a bit of a that's funny an, character. That's another this funny moment for Luther. <laughs> um, the the reason he walks out is is because Diego accuses him of this plot to kill JFK. It's like I've got this this photo of you two days from now on the grassy knoll, which isn't compelling evidence, really. Especially <laughs> because as yet the grassy knoll doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that comes what in do you a mean? What popular grassy lexicon. Knoll? Yeah. In in the years to follow, look, it's you standing in the in a field or whatever. Yeah. What's a, what is a knoll? I don't even know what a knoll is. Is it a little hill or a little opposite <laughs> hill? I feel like it's either a a, a tiny little bump of. All right, I'm looking it up. <laughs> okay, you look it up. I feel like it's a tiny bump or a tiny valley, but I'm not sure. But um, Re- Reggie dismisses all this as a delusion, and he tears Diego down. Um, and it's like yeah, clearly hitting way. hard. Like uh, obviously, it's bringing up old memories of, of their childhood um, and, and his stutter comes back because he's like, you're, you're, you're wrong. Yeah, um, it was a real rough moment. Five Hated to see it. Five brings up the uh, impending apocalypse um, and, and Reggie just sort of says, well, you guys got superpowers, you deal with it. Um, and then and that's when Ben jumps into Klaus's body uh, and, and all he can really... All that happens is just like, and, and and manages to say, I'm Ben, and then jumps out again, which is very weird. And I think I think it's fair enough. Reggie's pretty sort of unsettled by all of this, and it's just like, no, I'm, <laughs> this is enough weirdness for me. I'm out of here sort of thing. Um, and, and, yeah, Luther doesn't help things by taking off his shirt and just, like, bare-chested. Yeah. <laughs> so, what a bunch of freaks. <laughs> a knoll is a small rounded hill or eminence, a hillock. An eminence. Hmm. Yeah, right, okay. Your eminence. Is that a <laughs> different word? I don't know. Uh, no, yeah, that, that is the same word. Eminence means a high station rank or repute. 
okay. Also a high place or part, a hill or elevation. Ah, okay. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, so, uh, yeah, interesting scene. Yeah. Did you, um, mention that Reggie asked to speak to five outside? Oh yes, that's right. So that's he, he, as he walks out, he, he asks for a word in private with five, because I guess five seems to be the most level headed one or the smartest one or whatever. It would depend on the day as to which one would appear (laughs) that way. But on this day, it. Because I, th- I guess that's why they, they had Alison drinking and being a bit aloof and stuff when right. she wouldn't normally be like that. I yeah. guess it was so that Reggie would have only five to talk to. Mm. Um, and that's why Luther was being a bit weird as well. Yeah. I think, I guess that's why. Uh, Diego's always a bit like that. Yeah. Um, oh, that'll make sense. Yeah. And um, so is Klaus. So and then the, so yeah, um, Reggie sort of takes five aside. The rest of them leave. They take the elevator down, um, and and Diego sees Grace waiting in the car, um, and and again, you know, just comes. A... I would love him to ask, How, "Are you a human?" Oh right, yeah, yeah. Have you been? Yeah, what's your story? What is your story? What's your real name? But he no, he goes in hot about the uh, the JFK thing again, and he's got the photo. Of Reggie on the grassy knoll as evidence, and, and uh, <laughs> got a photo of your boyfriend. He's got a secret plot. He's got it's, a conspiracy to. It's quite a tight, grainy shot. <laughs> yeah, even he, I think he even mentioned lizard people. Yeah, um, I don't know what. Anyway, so that she doesn't buy it. Yeah, but she, she does. She does seem a little bit suspicious at the end. Yeah, I think there must be something, and I guess that's what Diego's hope was. That something about it would ring true to her. Yeah. Because uh, he, and then he says, "Well, at least ask him about it." Mm. Um, which seemed like a dumb play to me for him. Why would he want her to do that? That would just give away that you've spoken mm. or it. You've already tried that, and nothing happened. Yeah. So what? What would come of that? Yeah, I don't know. But planting seeds, anyway. I guess so. Yeah. So we see. Um, Reggie at the bar with five. He asks five, "Why do? You, why were you quoting Homer the other day?" And he said they were forced to learn it as kids. He forced them to learn Homer, um, which is pretty pretty brutal. Out of well, maybe it's a uh, nice thing. No, yeah. it's an education thing. Yeah, not sure. I don't know Homer. Maybe I'd be more enlightened if I did. I don't know Homer Simpson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that was my education. I could quote him. Um, <laughs> Doe. <laughs> Um, so five's like, I, I, um, asking about time travel, if what he knows about it and Reggie saying the same thing he said to five, um, in the future in 2090, no, 1990 something, mm. um, about, no, it wouldn't have been 1990. Yeah. Whenever it was, um, he yeah. would have, he said something about it. Time travels like dropping through. Ice and coming back as an acorn or something. 
Yeah, um, something like that. And so it was very profound. He suggests that um, maybe he start smaller. Start instead of trying to travel back years, try travel back seconds. And he said, "A lot can change in a matter of seconds. You know, what what's can happen? Big this things seem, can happen." And it seems like very sensible advice because Five's problem is he keeps going too far. Yeah, he jumps into a goddamn apocalypse. He jumps back into the sixties. Yeah. I mean, even if he just focused on trying to move a couple of seconds, he'd probably go like a few days or something. Yeah. And it's like, well, that, that that could be good. Yeah. That's, Imagine that's... you keep saying that the clock's ticking. But five is just like, seconds? I need to travel more than seconds. Like, yeah. no, you're not getting it, five. Yeah. Just try that. Start there. It's like, tra- it's like training. Yeah, train your skill. Exactly. Uh, but it really feels like that advice is going to come into play. Yeah, I guess so. Probably right at, in the last episode. It would the... be very useful if five could could really use his yes. time-travelling skills with more precision. It would be useful for him, but it would make storytelling more difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it would be a plot problem. Um, so, uh, and they actually, they actually seem to have like a tender moment. Yeah. Because um, Five is, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm, at the start of the conversation, he's like, I'm older than you at the moment. Um, yeah, that's right. And he says uh, something about how he used to give, when he was a kid, he gave him a real hard time. Yeah, and then I think what did Reggie said something like, "That's uh, nothing to, that means no nothing. no skin off my teeth, old yeah, man, no, or something yeah, like yeah. that." Yeah. And have it, they share a drink. Yeah, yeah, I think they're definitely humanizing the eccentric Reggie Hargreaves. He, uh, he five um, in this conversation, he, he does sort of directly ask Reggie for his help so that he doesn't have to go make a deal with the yes. handler, but. But Reggie doesn't seem to think he can help. Mm. I, I guess he doesn't. He doesn't know anything about the apocalypse sort of thing. Or, but I guess he just gives him this advice. Yeah. But it, se- it seems like a dead end for Five in terms of like going to him and hoping that he can solve and all their problems. F- five treats it that way because he, you know, he goes to the handler. Yeah. Well, I do wonder ab- about that, or. Um, I don't know. I because right at the end of the episode, yeah, he he goes back to the handler to make a deal, but I I feel like he's he's never like just making a deal, right? Like he's he's got some other plan going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's a, do- a real double crosser. Yeah, he you can't you can't trust the handler. Yeah. He's so basically I, he's like the Adrian Dodoro of uh, this show. <laughs> Who's Adrian Dodoro? He's a list manager at the Essendon Football Club. Okay. Real wily. <laughs> Wily negotiator. Okay. Is this to do with the trade season? <laughs> yeah, the trade season in the AFL just finished. Okay. Uh, the Saints Saints picked up a couple of handy players. Yeah. We got Jack Higgins from the Tigers. Ah. And yep. we got uh, uh, Crouch from the Crows. Free tra- uh, free, uh, bloody free agent. Uh, so we didn't give up anything for him. And then we got so hang on, do they are they literally trading players? Yeah, or are they buying, making cash offers of salary? No, it's tra- you either you can't. It's not like in uh, world football where they'll pay millions of dollars for for trades and stuff. Mm. This is all. Um, it's a player for a player or a player for um, picks in the draft. So do they like just survey the team and go, all right, who's who who's up for leaving? Uh, it's more likely. Well, or are they be, told that there's leaving? a little bit of that. It'll be a bit of both. So some players like I want to leave for more opportunities, a different team, mm. or for more money, or to move back home because I've 
I'm playing interstate from where I was born. Right. Or any of these sort of reasons. Or the club might be like, um, you're too expensive. We need to uh, get rid of some of this from our salary cap. Right. Or you're not, you just, you've been pushed out of the team. We, we need someone else in. There could be all sorts of different reasons. Jack well, Higgins, who we got from the Tigers, he wanted to get more midfield time and he also grew up barracking for the Saints. So he was hoping to come to play for the Saints and that's oh, yeah. how we got him and we traded uh, dra- uh, draft picks as well. So there was, we got in Higgins and a draft pick and we gave out two draft picks. Okay. I don't yeah. know what draft picks are. So uh, the, young, the young, best young talent, at uh, the start of the year or puts their names into the hat, you know, like... Are they like backup players? No, these are young players, you know, these right. like 17, 18-year-olds, 19. Well, they can be any age, but for the most part, they're school leavers. And they, and then uh, the draft works in reverse order of the ladder last year, unless these picks have been traded. So whoever finished last last year gets the first pick at the best young talent. It's meant to help equalise the competition. Oh, I see. Right. Anyway, this is what a weird sidetrack. <laughs> um, we've gone on big apologies to most of you out there who could not give a fuck about any of that. Um, and sorry if I clumsily explained it. Anyway, we're getting so close to the end of this episode. Yeah. So one thing that we... So so between this, the, the bar conversation and Five going to um, make a deal with the handler, uh, we see uh, Elliot, the, the conspiracy yeah. nut that... Um, Heartbreaking scene. Yeah. So, well, he wasn't a. I mean, he was. Well, was right, enough, but he was it, right about a lot of well, stuff. Well, yeah. I guess this is a timeline where all the conspiracies are true, <laughs> yeah. basically. Um, but yeah, he, he arrives home, which is the house that Luther and Diego and uh, which is above the staying at five. I guess is staying above the electrical too. store that he works in. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's feeding his cat, but the, it's very very gloomy. The the Swedes are there lurking. Um, and uh, so that they attack him and they um, beat him up a bit and they're asking, where's Diego, where's Diego? Um, and uh, they, uh, they they torture him to get this this information out. It's pretty pretty grisly stuff. Yeah, it sucks. Because um, there's something about him. Like, he was just sort of like a... He's just an innocent guy. He's just yeah. helping them out. He's never done anything wrong. Yeah. There was that weird time where he pulled a gun on them. But, you know, that was kind of fair enough because of the film. Yeah. Um, but broadly, he's been a very supportive and open-minded, um, and he, like, I host. guess he probably got tortured. You kind of assume that that was only because he didn't give him up. Yeah. I, I assume that too, so, um, which is a very noble, fucking badass. Um, we also see here, uh, Sissy talking to Vanya there. Um, so I think it, it did Sissy pick up Vanya from the the place where they were having the supper yeah she met him uh met vanya there because the invitation was delivered to sissy's house oh so she went there looking for vanya yeah, right, right okay so so she's they've, they've uh driven off together um uh wherever they are i guess they're back at the house um but they're still in the car and and they're, they're, they're talking about their um the last time they spoke was in the middle of the night and they, they sort of had a bit of an argument because um, Sissy was um, sleeping with her husband. Sleeping with her husband, and uh, when really she knows that she has feelings that, that they know they have feelings for feelings for each other, and that she Sissy's not happy with her marriage. Um, so they they sort of had a bit of an argument or a spat. So they're sort of catching up again. Sissy's explaining they don't abide women like us around here, um, and that um, she wants to be with Vanya, but she can't. 
basically. But Viney is like, no, we should, you know, you can, we can do what we want, we can run away together and, you know, I'll, I'll protect you and, and Harlan, her son. Um, and uh, I think so. I, I... They agree. Yeah, Sissy agrees and the, um, she says she just needs a bit of time to um, get ready, I guess. Yeah. And there's something I didn't see, but I'm reading on this Umbrella Academy fandom site synopsis says that uh carl sissy's yeah. husband uh, saw them kissing from a distance yeah he's uh he's like in the bushes with a cigarette right you know, real creepy i don't know guy. how i missed that um so I was, that, that's I was why really, I there it should have been him not elliot oh yeah but then it wouldn't be it wouldn't sad. have made any yeah no, i know <laughs> wouldn't guess have had the emotional point. impact um because for some they they just seem like these two sideline characters who look there are another two people I couldn't pick in a lineup. They yeah. look about the same as each other. And yep. yeah, I'm like, it should have been Carl. Yeah. <laughs> Why, Elliot? Elliot was there isn't one, but he was the closest we had to a donut lady this this year. Oh yeah. But he was nowhere near Agnes levels, but No. Lila could have been if she wasn't evil. <laughs> um Yeah, Agnes didn't have an evil bone in her body. No. Apart from when she was hanging out with <laughs> With uh, uh, Hazel. Hazel. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Right. That's lewd. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so Carl is sort of watching them kiss. I, I, I guess they must be at, at the house. That's why he's there or he's been following them around. But, um, yeah, it's sort of uh, creepy and weird, but I, I guess this is going to come back in some bad way. Yes. I would guess. <laughs> and the other thing, uh, did we mention this when uh, Luther and Diego find Elliot in the oh, dentist yeah. chair? He's dead. <coughs> he's so he's so dead. Um, <laughs> and then they look over the balcony and they see in blood the words, Uga Fur Uga. Because uh, the O-G-A-F-O-R... OGA. Yes. And the O's all have umlauts, which I think lengthen the O's. Oh, okay. That's why I was going Uga for Uga. <laughs> but I yes. might be wrong. But I... apparently that means I for an I. Yeah, I for an I, yeah. Um, which uh... We were talking about that before, biblical. Because we, I mean, it says that in this, but I didn't know that. Did it say that on screen anywhere? What, I for an I? Yeah, that it meant I for an I? Or no, is that just something I, that we should know? I Googled it. Right. Um, cause I was saying before, what was something happened earlier that was really eye for eye Old Testament style? Uh, what last week? Oh, it was Allison and the hot, hot coffee. Oh, right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the end of the episode. Big, another big episode. Um, I wonder, so, um, eye for an eye suggests that they're even now. Like they killed oh, Elliot because yeah. they, because... Diego right. supposedly killed their brother. Yeah. But I guess they're still going to kill Diego. Like the, yeah, that, does, that doesn't that does really add up, does it? It feels like in the end they would wind up ahead um, yeah. if they killed Diego. That's that's. Otherwise, yeah, it's like... Two eyes for one eye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I should have said. Um, down payment. Uh, <laughs> this is, to us, this is only half an eye. Diego, you're the yeah, other right. half eye. But they mm. would have run out of blood to write it with. <laughs> well. There's more blood, you just got to ring it out. So the songs we heard in this episode were Won't Be Long by Aretha Franklin, Hold On, I'm Coming by Sam and Dave, I Live Alone, Bob Cox, The Order of Death, Public Image Limited, and 
in hell I'll be in good company by they dead south. Hmm. Morgan tunes. Um. Oh yeah, here's a, a fun fact. It's not that fun, but um, <laughs> Klaus. So when Klaus is trying to convince Dave that he knows everything about him, he says he knows Dave's oh, yeah. favorite book is June. Yeah. But June, uh, he's Dave's like I haven't. I haven't heard of that. I haven't heard of that. And that's because it hadn't been published yet. It wasn't published for another couple of years. Um, and then, yeah, but he says, you'll you'll thank me for it when yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't, does that, when did he die in the army? I guess he, he, he must have read it when he was over there. It became his favorite book. Yeah. In season one. Yeah, unless Klaus had it on him <laughs> from the future. I don't know. It also says uh, another fun fact here. This is on the Umbrella Academy fandom page. While the lines themselves are incorrect Swedish, the actors clearly don't know the language and pronounce the words with hilarious inaccuracy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Sounded sounded like believable enough to me, but yeah. The um the just just in the the very end scene where Five goes to make the deal with the devil, the handler. Um she hands him the note that says where and when this meeting is happening, and the meeting's happening in 1982. Ah, uh, yeah. Which is... That's where we said we'd go if we could time travel. Oh, the 80s, yeah. Um, so I guess that means that now Five does have to time travel, unless unless the handler's going to sort that out for him. Yeah. Uh, he's not going to... He can't just sit around and wait for 1982 well, to happen, right? Because that's very specific timing, too. Uh, yeah, was it was it a specific date? It was, right? Yeah, it was a specific, specific time. Yeah, so he's going to have to go s- somehow find his way to, you know, 19 years Yeah, and that's weird because if he does that, doesn't the apocalypse happen? It's just him speeding through time, right? Uh, I don't know. That's where it gets confusing. Yeah, well, I guess... Is it some other timeline or something? Yeah. I don't know. Um, hmm. Um, I guess we'll find out. I guess we will find out. Because that's their only option, right, to to stop at the moment. They've got no other leads. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right. Well, let's go to some messages we've got from some listeners. If you want to drop us a line, you can click on a link in the show notes here. And, uh, yeah, let us know which episode you want your message to be read out, if it's um, specific to an episode. Or you can just give us a general note as well, and I'll read it. When we get a chance, I'll go through some of them now. But we've got a few episode-specific ones first. Uh, this one comes from uh, Johannes Uwall. He's uh, also got an umlaut on that O. That's why I've gone the long O. But uh, if I was wrong before, I was wrong again then. Let us know, Johannes. Sorry, Johannes. Uh, he's from Sweden. Oh. So this could be... I have a funny feeling I know what this might be about. Because <laughs> it is specific to this episode He's, he's one of the Swedes I uh, says, hi Matt and Evan I would like to hear your thoughts regarding the handler speaking Swedish in the sauna scene <laughs> It's a good effort But if you actually know Swedish, it sounds pretty bad <laughs> She has weird pauses in the middle of sentences And it seems like she's trying to sound like a bird <laughs> Also, I find it pretty weird that the blonde guy says Hon ha min wiener Wiener she has my wiener. Oh, so it was. Oh, it wasn't. What did you think he said? Unharm my wiener. <laughs> I think you've just you've just uh, converted that in your head. It sounds like well, from what Johannes said, he said Hon ha man wiener. 
uh, which means she has my wiener. Yeah, right. She, I, I was watching it with subtitles on, and it said it said it was in English. Oh, okay. Oh, so, well, so maybe maybe, maybe it works both ways. Maybe Johanna's turned it into Swedish. <laughs> uh, but apparently, he said, "I've never heard someone from Sweden refer to their dick as their wiener." Pretty <laughs> yeah, good pronunciation. Yeah, that seems like a journal, German thing, right? Yeah, but I mean, just maybe an American thing calling your dick a wiener. Yeah, wiener. Hot dog. We have a wiener. <laughs> Yeah, we don't really call dicks wieners over here, do we? We call them your chop. <laughs> if you're talking about meat products, it'd be more likely to be yep. your chop. Yeah, okay. Uh, or your meat and two veg. Sometimes it'll get yeah. called. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's it's often it gets a meat a meaty term <laughs> as a euphemism. Uh, hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of other meat ones, but I can't. Well, there's sausage stuff, I sausage, guess. Sausage, yeah, it must be sausage. It doesn't ring any bells, but it makes sense, you know. I can see why a, a correlation's been drawn between <laughs> sausages. Yes. Small goods. Hey, no, nothing with the sauce. Thank you so much for that message, Johannes. What did you think, Evan? I, well, I mean, I, mean, I don't. I didn't realise that anything was off there. Yes. So it was the kind of thing where... Sweet, it'd be annoying for Swedish people and people who speak Swedish, and everyone else is probably like, That sounds about right. Which would, unfortunately, for Swedish people, that is the vast majority of people viewing, I would <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah, it's not for you. Um, I, <laughs> I've been listening to an audiobook uh, about Bill Bryson um, traveling around Australia, mm. and uh, the guy who reads, I can't remember what his name is, but. He does all the accents in it, and a lot of the accents are Australian. And you know, it just sounds, it doesn't, it's not right. So he's not an Australian reading the. No, he's an right. American or English. He's got a sort of a softish, either a soft American or a soft English accent. Uh, but yeah, his his um, Australian accent is. It sounds like an American doing a yeah, right. Australian accent, like the Simpsons. which I kind of, I kind of like it. <laughs> it's funny, I because I, people. Um, I get uh, negative feedback from people on various podcasts when I mispronounce cities or other words uh, that are close to people. Mm. And maybe that's why I'm now like when I hear someone, he's because he was talking about Uluru and he, he keeps, and he says Uluru so many times, but he says Uluru. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, it's, it's a book where it has the word in it a lot. And you are doing this for, <laughs> pe- people are going to hear this. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I totally understand. I don't. I take no offense. I'm just like, oh, it's interesting that you never checked on the pronunciation of that word. But um, mm. he's probably doing. He's probably a professional audiobook guy, and he can't look up everybody pronunciation. Yeah, it's also hard. Like I look up words, how do you pronounce them, and how I pronounce a thing from what it someone's written out phonetically. So like it rhymes with this, but I say that word differently to you. <laughs> so it's re- It can be really difficult. Anyway, I got a friend who's a, a linguist who who can understand the you know you know how they write them out with all the weird characters and yes. stuff, and I'm like that's not helpful. I yeah. don't know what that means. I'm more confused. But if you're then. a linguist, that that stuff makes sense, right? Um, yeah, no, it's better to just look up a YouTube video and try to find someone. We've yeah. done that before with like how do you how do you say this person's name, and then you just try to find a YouTube video of them saying or someone else saying it, like, and they're not always trustable either. If it's them saying it, then you should. Oh, yeah, if it is them saying it. <laughs> that does 
the if they're a famous person, you could find her. But unless it's uh, Egg Helms. Yeah. <laughs> a little Annie Donna reference there. Yeah. What are they? That not? really tickled me, that Ed Helms thing. <laughs> it's so silly. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for that message, though, Johannes. And, yeah, I, I imagine that would have been full body cringe watching that scene for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hopefully, hopefully you didn't let... It didn't ruin it for you. It's like I, I was watching The Good Place with that Australian character that they insist on putting in oh, just this ridiculous Australian yeah, accent. Yeah, it's real bad. So bad. She's English, right? I always I wonder, know. and I, it's the same with this, why didn't they, could they not find Swedish people to play the Swedes? Yeah. There's got to really be Swedish acts, actors are available. I mean, they got through the first half of the season without them saying a word. That's true. Maybe they knew that they, did, they uh, weren't so good at their Swedish. And also, they are acting, so fair, you know, fair play. But uh, <laughs> sometimes you're like, oh, would, you could have just got Swedish people to do that, and then that scene would have been real good. But then Chelsea Handler wouldn't have been able to nail it. That's true. Either way, yes. Uh, anyhow, thank you so much, Johannes. Um, the next one comes from Peter, who's from up north in relation to what? I'm not sure, but I guess nearly everywhere in the world is up north for us. <laughs> yeah, it rules out Tasmania <laughs> and Antarctica, but the rest, and mm. I guess New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand. southeast of us. Yeah. Uh, Peter writes, watching the sauna scene without subtitles was incomprehensible, and I'm Swedish. <laughs> so does that scene not have subtitles... I uh, watched the episode with subtitles, so I had... No, our, mine, I watched without subtitles and that scene had subtitles. Oh, okay. So I, I think he's just making the point. Right, right, that, right. But yeah, this is, this is, I think this sort of plays in what I'm saying. People, when things relate to them in these sort of pronunciation things, that it really fires people up. Yeah. And uh, I think that's fair enough in a way. In another way, sort of, it's, yeah, it's just one of those unfortunate things. Because, <laughs> yeah, how you feel about that everything ever has something that's annoying someone because of a pronunciation of something. Yeah. That's pretty deep, man. I might all of a sudden have a cult following because of this. <laughs> uh, you know, um, don't go chasing waterfalls. Mm. Uh, he says, do you think the handler is a bit obsessed with five? Yeah, she does seem a bit obsessed with him. It's a weird relationship. Yeah. At one point, she sort of leaned into him and was whispering into his ear. And it's like... This is a little boy. I mean, I know he's a man, but he's, yeah, it, was, it, it is a, a, a weird relationship they have. Yeah, she does. She's a, she's a bit of a creep, but she, um, he is very capable. He's very useful. If she's able to sort of manipulate him into doing what she wants, then he's a very useful person to have. So I can understand why she's, you know, uh, fixated on him a bit. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about this a bit more about the Swedish scene. This is a big budget show. <laughs> they couldn't have worked on the. They couldn't have got that down. Yeah, it's a weird one. The more because... I think about it, the more I'm like, they should have been able to nail the Swedish dialogue for that 35 seconds or whatever it was. I mean, wh- why are they even in the sauna? Mm. To start with, how did the handler find them? Um, is this scene even necessary? Yeah, they're already right. trying to find Diego to kill him. They already think that Diego killed their brother. Why do they need the handler to go in there and say, "I think I know where Diego is"? Like, from yeah. a pop point of view, they could track him down. Yeah, that's true. I guess they wanted, they wanted us to see that she's sort of pre-double crossing the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I guess it was just important for us to know that she was definitely still shady, maybe. 
Yeah, I guess so. And maybe they, and I mean, it was a cool looking scene. It was sort of fog for the bottom two thirds of the screen. Yeah. Bit yes. of fun. Uh, oh, Peter also confirms that, uh, I, know, I mean, I'm saying Uga for Uga for Uga. <laughs> Is it means eye for an eye. I'm so sorry, Peter and Johannes. <laughs> I would be. It'll be equally frustrating to what. Um, can you Google a YouTube thing saying how to pronounce it? Well, maybe that can be your fine. That's what how you finish the show this week, Evan. See, that's good thinking. All right, you can correct my mistakes. But Peter does say, I feel like she's actively trying to be involved with where five is, and that does seem she's always right there with him. Appreciate that message, Peter. Um, I've done a lot of yoga videos, but that's not helping at the moment. Uh, this one comes from Alfie Hanks uh, from North London. And uh, he writes, I have a theory about the serum. So we've seen the serum a few times over the couple of seasons. Uh, once being given to Luther when he became more of an ape man and one time given to Pogo to save his life. Uh, says I think it inv- and I mean both times it was to save their lives. Says I think it inv- uh, it evolves the recipient as well as healing them. Hence the natural progression of Luther's power with extra strength and durability in the form of gorilla torso. Uh, this also explains evolving Pogo to human level intelligence. This message is much longer than than last time, so my apology still stands. This is a short message, Alfie. Says, loving all the content at the moment. Thank you for being two of the cornerstones in one of the few not terrible places on the internet. Cheers. Oh, that's a very nice message. Thanks, Alfie. <laughs> I think, yeah, that sound that rings true to me, what he says about the serum. It's just sort of, it's like a some, it's a slightly intelligent serum that does, it affects everyone differently, but it... Oh, right. So it, it evolves them in a certain way and heals. It's healing yeah, and evolving. Right. Okay. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I wonder, wonder when he gets his hands on that. It's a great serum. I mean, he's got his hands on he, it currently, yeah. right? Maybe Because we'll he used see. it on Pogo. Maybe ne- the next episode will show the backstory of the serum. I wonder why he hasn't used it for himself. Ah, uh, well, he fought so well. Maybe he has. And, oh. we, and we don't know how old he is. He seems to... By the, second, the first season, he seems like he must be 100 plus years. So maybe he has. But the his he seems to a so if, I mean we saw a scene from ages like years ago like yeah, many what years looked ago, like right? the and early nineteen hundreds and he doesn't seem to have aged from then till the sixties yeah but he do, in the season one he does look probably forty years older than he does in this season mm. right or fifty he should be sixty years older yeah right? so maybe he stopped using it on himself yeah I don't know or he's a time traveler he seems to know a little bit about time travel. It doesn't give a lot away. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this message comes from Andrew Simmons from Landon, UK. And Andrew writes, Hey, Matt Nevin, if you could pick four other superheroes or villains from Marvel, DC, etc., to dance with huh. uh, to I think you're alone now, or I think we're alone now, by Tiffany, who would they be? As always, keep up the good work and chimp you later. <laughs> Cheers, Andrew. All right. Well, I guess we picked two each. So, hey, was it superheroes or villains? Yes, heroes okay. or villains. Any sort from of from Marvel or DC or Marvel. wherever. Oh, right. Okay. Um, um, okay. Um, 
I guess uh, you'd have to get uh, Detective Chimp in there. Is that, <laughs> is that what his name is? I think it is. Detective Chimp. Uh, just to keep it on sort of on a theme, yeah. Detective Chimp from DC Comics. Get him in there um, with his, uh, what do you call those uh, Sherlock Holmes hats? Deer Hunter or whatever? Uh, yeah. Deer Stalker hat? I forget. Anyway, one of those cool hats. Detective hat. I just called detective, it detective hat. hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got one of them detective hats. Yeah. Uh, all right. And uh, who else would I have? Uh, maybe get. Uh, what about? Uh, I'm trying to think of anyone at all. <laughs> it's, a, of... it's hard off the top of your head. What about? Oh, and um, I'll have uh, the TV version of. Batman from the 60s. Oh, right. He, Adam mean, West Batman. Adam West Batman. <laughs> yeah, he's a good dancer. Yeah. Yeah. And they were all, they would, they would have dance-offs in that show all the time. Um, I think I'd go um, maybe like Batman the Animated Series, Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. So he's, we've got two he's, Batmans. He's a pretty suave guy. Two Batman. Two Batman, yeah. And then finally, they'll both be in the same room and, you know, oh, yeah. they can use that as proof. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, I love uh, that you just went with a person. You didn't even you didn't pick an in superhero guys. You picked a man and another man, Tony Stark. He seems like he knows how to party. Not Iron Man. You're choosing Tony <laughs> Stark. You've just choose, chosen two rich men. Well, you're just dancing with them. You don't need superpowers to dance, although it might help in some cases. Hmm. Um. All right, two rich men. Is yeah, who Evans going with? Well, they they can throw a party. Yeah, that's true. All right, uh, hopefully that uh, answers your <laughs> question satisfactorily there. Andrew? Did Andrew answer the question himself? Oh, no Andrew, <laughs> you did not answer the question yourself. Let us down. That is, that is like a cardinal sin in Evan's <laughs> yes. book of sins. Um, so, yeah, let us know, Andrew, uh, and anyone else asking questions. Make sure you answer your own question as well. Maybe we'll do one more. This one comes from Robert Farley. Uh, from Cars Holton in Saf London. Um, he's written Saf London, but I'm I'm guessing that's fanatical for Saf London. <laughs> I'm from Saf London. Um, Robert writes, "What assassination from history would you assist or foil? <laughs> I would prevent the assassinations Creed movie starring Michael Fassbender from happening." as it was bad in my view, but seeing as it does exist, I assume I failed or was turned into a corporate sellout by the man or woman because women can be the system too. Anyway, maybe I've said too much and need, uh, need to green light the prequel slash sequel to Toy Story about Andy and his legs. By the way, I think Matt should twitch the Jiminy Jame ape escape ask Evan. See you lemurs laters. <laughs> So, lot going in on there, but so, yeah. So uh, you want to? What's an assassination from history? You would assist or foil? Uh, uh. I'm gonna go with a classic. While you think, uh, one of those early attempts on Hitler's life. I would the earliest one. Uh, I'd, yeah. I'd assist. You'd in help that. out. I'd help. You take out. <laughs> Were Hitler. you? You for a second? Going, <laughs> which one? Which way is gonna go on this? Yeah. Assist or foil? Foil the attempted assassination. Um, yeah, right. Um, 
I would, uh, I would foil the assassination of Franz Ferdinand because they're a oh, great wow. band, and but that means the band doesn't happen. No, I was sort of drawing it. I was suggesting that maybe the band were assassinated there as a joke. Um, the band died, and that's what kicked off a world war. Yeah, they were. Everyone loved them. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, no, I think the band would still exist, but they just probably would be named. Oh, I reckon they'd. Yeah. Who, whoever else they was weren't inspired as a band <laughs> by the Archduke. That's why they took up music. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great. Well, um, get those messages in. We'll keep going through them next week. There's still more to get through there, but um, I don't think there's, there's none specific to episode seven. So if you watch episode seven and in, before next Thursday when we record and release, uh, you have any thoughts, please get them in. Uh, episode seven is is um, is called... Uga for Uga. Oh, eye for eye. I, call, I just say eye for eye. Oh, right. Because I'm now scared. <laughs> no, it's definitely not what we're saying, but apologies. Um. So, yeah, Evan, people can find you online, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Probably yeah. not on Facebook, but if they look you up, mainly gamergame.com, that's where to go. That's where the show is. Um, if they need to hire you for your directing work, but they better have a bloody big bucket of money, um, <laughs> look at stupidoldstudios.com. Oh, yeah. And, yes, anything else you need? Are you still twitching? Um, not heaps. I, I, I did a Twitch with Beck today because we, um, we've got the new Xbox and we've got the new PS5. Ah, um, Series X. Yes, the Series X. How did you know that? Uh, I was on a game again one time and... We were, you, you all made me guess what it was and I was real close. Yeah, right. I think I said a color. Um, but you remember, I'm surprised you remembered that's what it is. Because um, well, it's confusing. Xbox Series X? Yeah. Is it, is it the 10th one? No. Because it's X the sequel. It's the sequel. To last year's, last generation's one was the Xbox One X. So now it's Xbox Series X. It's Why, a it's bad like, naming convention. Yeah, that's very um, odd. It's very confusing. Um, but anyway, that came out this week, and the and then the new PlayStation came out this week, and we've got them both. And we were, so Beck and I did a stream on Beck's uh, Twitch stream, which is Twitch.tv/slash/beckness, um, and uh, we uh, compared the menus on, oh, on great. it to see which one had the best menu. Beck loves comparing menus. She's done a lot yep. of food-related podcasts. That's as true. Well. Yes, loves a menu. Yeah. Um, so that. Yeah, that's fun. I've, I haven't been twitching myself because um, I normally twitch on Saturday mornings. And we, we've recently been doing um, Stupid Old Studios Presents streams on the weekends. Oh, that's right. And did, did Jude you Pearl? Those come up. Yes, Jude Pearl, and that that would remain up there. You yeah. took off, You said you're going to take off the Q&A at the end, though, right? Um, yes, but that hasn't happened yet. Oh, well, you're getting quick if you want to see <laughs> me ask Jude Pearl some questions. Yeah, it's been uh, fun. It was a really fun show, and it went really well, even though it was live. Yeah, uh, which is always a bit nerve wracking. Great but, fun. Um, and this week, Double Denim are doing the same. Yeah, with Michelle Brazier, who features on the Arnie Donner show we've been talking about yeah. throughout this episode. I'm a bit terrified because it's a it's a, a big show with lots going on. So fun. tune in and hopefully we press all the right buttons and it all goes okay. And then the following week, we're doing the Do Go On live streams, which are a lot yeah the world less tour for Evan to it, run because it it's just off. us sitting and talking. Yeah, it is a bit more more straightforward. 
Um, oh, talking of do go on, uh, the Australian Podcasting Awards are open right now for voting for the People's Choice. So if you've got a sec, why don't you vote for do go on? I know that isn't this podcast, but <laughs> I figure everyone, if we all vote for the same one, that might have a better chance. So if you go to Australian Podcast Awards, I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's australianpodcastawards.com slash vote. And then you just type in do go on. And you click on the Dugon logo and you take it from there. It's pretty straightforward. Um, but that could be cool. <laughs> imagine imagine that. We're also we're up for an actor award for our web series, Evan. Yeah, that's exciting. And it sounds like I might I might be heading up for that ceremony. So oh, that'd be cool. That's over in Sydney and the yeah. borders are open now. Oh, amazing. So I'm gonna be able well, to they will be, well, open they will be in a couple of weeks. So I'll be able to travel in a state. Assuming, and imagine if we won. That'd be crazy. I'm assuming we won't. But it's not a popular vote thing, is it? It's no. Uh, it's it's like only a, academy yeah. members right. get to vote. Or maybe yeah. I can vote. Am I part of the I think actor? you can. I think you can vote. Is that ethical for you to vote on your own project? I think you can. I think you just vote on all of them and you can vote for yourself, I guess. Yeah. Knowing um, that, I'd, it makes it mean less, right? It's well, just you like, can vote for your own. No, just, it's, just a, it's just a popular vote, but from less people. I guess right. it's your peers. Yeah, I think it probably it means that you can't just run a campaign. Right, um, but that's isn't that what like the Oscars and that end up being? It's like a lot of schmoozing and stuff. Yeah, what can you do though, right? Uh, I I'd have get, an independent panel of judges. What I would do is get schmoozed and then just <laughs> uh, pick the, my favorite one anyway. Yeah, right. which hopefully is what everyone does yeah. in the Oscars. Yeah, I hope so. But uh, um, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. That's that's coming up. In Sydney, you can walk the red carpet. I assume, um, yeah. go there. You go to a, a, a black tie awards uh, event. Yeah, it's how exciting! Be, that's fun. I might even get a professional to cut my hair. Ooh, probably not. A show I, uh, the show I direct for ABC got nominated for an actor last year, but I, I, I didn't go along to the, the actual ceremony. Did didn't get up this year? Uh, no, I think it was submitted. This is uh, Sammy J. These sketches that we do weekly at ABC. Um, I think it was submitted this year, but didn't. Um... Fair to say that it was ripped off. Yes, we were we were uh, we were robbed. Robbed yeah. of a nomination this year, I think. Um, but no, there's lots of lots of great comedy programming going on in Australia. Yeah, good um... times. Anyway, we're sort of fading out here a bit. <laughs> um, thanks so much for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. There's only three to go now. Is that right? Seven, eight, nine. Yeah. No, four. But then a whole new season. Yeah. But I don't know when that's happening. We should probably clear our schedules to start. Podcasting about it whenever that comes out, but well, is it only just being green lit? It's probably yeah. I'm guessing away, not right? till next year. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Awesome. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And as we always say here at Primates Podcast, I'm, I've I've googled the uh, pronunciation. Uh, uh, gu- that doesn't sound right, does it? Hang on. We've just offended a whole country. podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.